This is a WKYT podcast. It is Friday. Lee K. Howard along with Alex Walker, and this is Countdown to Game Time, both on uh, Facebook Live and the podcast, I believe. So thanks to everybody who is watching us, joining us as we get ready for the uh, the big game tomorrow night yep. for the Kentucky Wildcats against Georgia Tech. And Alex, the competition, other than the opener against Michigan State, yep. hasn't been the best, the greatest. But the next four games, beginning with tomorrow's game against Georgia Tech, the competition starts to really ramp up a little bit. Yeah, the rest of the year. Uh, from this point on, there's not a gimme left. Uh, but right. I will say this. You know, you got Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Louisville coming up. Of all those games, Georgia Tech by far, if you want to consider one kind of a warm-up, sure. I'd rather have Georgia Tech lead into Ohio State and Louisville than it be Ohio State, Georgia Tech, Louisville. Because Georgia Tech so far this season, they've played some SEC teams, mm -hmm. have not looked the part of a, of a Power 5 school. They have looked a, a little rocky. So I think, Penn, I, think, I think Kentucky will take care of business against Georgia Tech and, and really get some of that positive flow going into the game uh, as they get ready for that trip to Vegas. Yeah, I think you hit on it. Georgia Tech by no means is a great team. However, they are a Power 5 team, so they're going to have Power 5 talent. And we know what talent can do when they come into Rupp Arena, especially. Uh, Bubba Parham is a name <laughs> that many Kentucky that fans yeah. will remember from last year. He was that guard that played for VMI last year and scored 35 points on the Wildcats in Rupp Arena. He transferred over the offseason, Alex, to Georgia Tech. And so he's actually going to get the rare opportunity of coming back to Rupp Arena. Yeah. Not many guys in, uh, on the non-conference schedule get an opportunity to play twice in Rupp Arena in their career. But Bubba is going to have an opportunity, and you know he's going to try to come in and, and top his performance from a year ago. Yeah, what do you have, 35 points? Uh -huh. like the second or third most points ever against a Coach Cal team at UK. And uh, I bet when he comes out on the floor whenever he does, I don't know if he's going to start or not, but when he does come out, I bet he gets a big uh, standing ovation from the Rupp Arena faithful. Because even last year when he was hitting all of those threes, they're kind of like, all right, this guy's pretty good. Let's give him a little, oh, bit, yeah. of a, little bit of an ovation. And I uh, did look at the stats yesterday. He, he plays about 30 minutes a game, uh, averages about eight points a game. So he's not that flamethrower that he was for VMI. But something about opposing snipers that come into Rupp Arena, they have something going. So I bet he drops at least 15 tomorrow as an encore. Well, and you know Georgia Tech is aware, and Josh Pastner is, is aware of that game last year and is going to say, hey, Bubba, give it a shot. See yep. what you can do this year. I like what Coach Calipari said in the media this week. He, he joked, or I don't know if it's a joke. It's a joke, at least on, to the media. But he told Ashton Hagens, hey, Bubba's looking forward to playing you again, man. He's, he yeah. dropped 35 on you last year. Bubba can't wait to see you again. It's kind of challenging Ashton. challenge Ashton and kind of yes. get him to rise up to the challenge a little bit, which is good coaching. Yes, yes it is. So Georgia Tech, not world beaters, no. but they can certainly come in and play Kentucky very close, especially if they start hitting a bunch of threes. Calipari likes to say if the opposing team comes in and hits 10 to 15 threes, it's been a good day and yep. we might not win this game. So <laughs> it is going to be a good test. And then the trip to Vegas, yep. you've got the Utah game on Wednesday, mm -hmm. the Ohio State game on Saturday. They're currently ranked third in the country, I believe, mm -hmm. once that new AP ranking comes out with the loss that Louisville had to Texas Tech earlier this week, I would assume Ohio State moves up at least to number two, possibly it could number, be number one. one in the country, which yeah. Kansas or Ohio State, one of the one of them will take over that top spot. If you're spot. a UK fan, you want that number one 
on, on Ohio State's uh, name when, sure. it, when the new AP poll comes out on Monday. It's a chance to knock off a, a really talented opponent. And when Ohio State was on the schedule when the season began, I did not expect the Buckeyes to look as talented as they do at this point in the season. I watch a lot of Big Ten basketball. Ohio State has been really good over the years. Chris Holtman, uh-huh. who I believe is a local coach Nic- around here. Nicholasville native. Yeah, from Nicholasville. From Nicholasville. So that's a cool storyline going into Vegas. But he has that team. Uh, they have a veteran group, very guard savvy. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup in Vegas because UK is one of the best backcourts in America. Ohio State is one of the best backcourts in the country. So that's going to be a fun, intriguing matchup and a good test for Cal. Absolutely. And that is, of course, a part of that CBS Sports Classic. Uh, you'll be able to see that game 5 o'clock next Saturday, the 21st, right here on WKYT. Uh, Brian Milam will be traveling to Vegas. Uh, poor guy with, with such, a, such, a, such a tough <laughs> assignment going to Vegas. Uh, but we will actually have a special, an hour special, prior to the first game out there in yep. Vegas. Uh, so I believe it's from 2 to 3 o'clock on Saturday leading into that North Carolina UCLA game. And then, of course, Kentucky and Ohio State have the uh, the second game, I almost called it a nightcap. It's really not very, very late because yeah. it's over there in that part of the country. But yeah, those couple of games. And then, of course, that leads into the last game of the 2019 year against Louisville. And everybody knows no matter how the two teams are playing, whether one team's up and one team's down, they both play really well. This year, they just both happen to be pretty good. And, and I, I I expect, Alex, an, an incredible game. Uh, uh, what well, I don't know the date at the end of the year. 29th, 29th of December, yeah, I believe. Right. Uh, and the one thing that uh, Louisville has exposed early on is that they do not have the best guards. I mean, we, we, we thought they were completely well-rounded mm-hmm. first few weeks of the season. Texas Tech, a team you used to cover, exposes Louisville's guards. What is UK's kind of, uh, you know, their best aspect of their team so far, it is their guard play right. against a Louisville team that lacks in that department. So that might be one of the areas they can really exploit with Chris Mack and Louisville when they come here to Rupp Arena. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Louisville was going to go you know, undefeated up until that point. Like Ohio State, you want to see them ranked as high as possible coming in because now they had their wake-up call. You were maybe hoping UK would be their wake-up call. But now uh, Louisville is going to probably lay the hammer on EKU coming up yeah. tomorrow. Then they have one more test before – or two more tests before they face Kentucky. So that's always going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I have not seen a UK-Louisville game, but I've heard plenty of stories about how that, how that goes down. All right. So uh, to wrap up the basketball talk, Kentucky's game against Georgia Tech tomorrow afternoon, 5 o'clock. Yep. That one is on the SEC network. Uh, ESPN. Is it? I think it's ESPN. Is it? Well, it's well. like ours. Check your local ESPN. listings. Yeah. And uh, is it on ESPN? I think okay, so. well, let's do that. So 5 o'clock, Rupp Arena. If you miss the game, if you, just can't, if you can't find the, <laughs> the, the channel, you can always watch Alex at 11 o'clock on WKYT and he'll have the highlights. Yeah, highlights, uh, reaction. Brian will be over there doing a little post-game report. So, yeah, we'll have all the coverage okay. 11 o'clock on WKYT. All right, so this is not the football season, so to speak, as far as there's not games being played on Saturdays. But the December, Alex, has really become one of the busiest months for the football coaching staff because mm-hmm. this is a very important recruiting part. Well, they're getting ready for the bowl game, the Belk Bowl in Charlotte at the end of the month on New Year's Eve. But also, this is a very important recruiting time for the Wildcats because of the new early signing period that's been around for about three years now. Uh, we used to look forward to that February date when everybody would sign. Now the majority, if not all, of the guys are signed in December. They moved that up. So Mark Stoops and his staff are out on the road right now, all trying to get that class lined out for Wednesday um, signing day. 
And it's a talented class. Uh, yes. This is a Kentucky coaching staff that continues to reload. Uh, it's not a rebuilding uh, program anymore. I mean, this team has so many four-star, five-star prospects coming in. Uh, and as you are going to highlight next week, one of the biggest and most highly touted recruits ever coming in from Michigan. Yeah, Justin Rogers, a defensive tackle out of Detroit. Yep. Number one ranked player in the state of Michigan. Yep. I mean, think about that. There's some pretty decent football teams in Michigan as well. Uh, one of them plays in the big house. But Justin <laughs> yeah. Rogers, the number one ranked player in that state, uh, is already committed to Kentucky. Uh, he's going to sign. You've got locally, you've got Bo Allen, the yep. quarterback over at Lexington Catholic, a four-star. Uh, that's going to be a big signing uh, for the Wildcats. They have, they have some talent not only in the state but across the country, and you can see that that reach of Kentucky yeah. football has really, really started to stretch out over the last couple of years with the success that they've had on the field. And, and it's always good, you know, when you look at where Lexington's located, you got to be able to pull from Cincinnati, you mm -hmm. got to pull from Louisville, you got to pull from Bowling Green, of course, in state, and you got to pull from areas like around Nashville, some of the bigger cities, Indianapolis, you look at Detroit a little further out. They have some studs coming in from Louisville, which proves that they can go out there and, and snatch some players from the cards, which is great. Yes. And then look at Cincinnati. Tom McLean is a running back that's going to be, I think, really good in a couple of years for UK, right outside of Cincinnati. So when you can go up to a place like that and poach a kid from Ohio State or Cincinnati, that just proves that UK continues to elevate its program. Yeah. Uh, John Young, you, you mentioned the, yep. the kids from Louisville. John Young out of uh, Cal, out of Christian Academy of Louisville, an offensive uh, lineman, very talented. I Isaiah think Cummings as well. Isaiah yep. Cummings. Um, he's out of Mail. Um, so, I mean, they've got – there's some, some very talented players in the state. That, of course, is next Wednesday, signing day. Uh, we will actually um, have a, a special that evening um, on the UK Sports Network, and I believe it's uh, from like 6 to 7 o'clock on Wednesday evening. So you'll want to check that out. Um, now – we got the bowl game coming up, but let's talk about some of these college awards yep. because postseason awards, that's also this time of year. And last year, Alex, we knew guys like Josh Allen, Benny Snell, they were going to get those not only SEC awards, but national type awards. This year, it's been more of a surprise just mm -hmm. because of the way that the season has gone. But Lynn Bowden has been racking in the SEC awards. Yep. Earlier this week, he won the Paul Horning Award first Wildcat to ever win that award, which is pretty cool. Of course, it's named after uh, the, uh, the Louisville native, former yep. Louisville High School and yep. Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Paul Horning. And then uh, he's also just, I mean, he's continued to just rack in uh, awards for the way that he has stepped up and, and really came in clutch for the Wildcats. Yeah, and, and these award shows tie in perfectly time-wise with the signing day we just mentioned. If you're one mm -hmm. of these kids sitting at home, and you're watching the college football award shows and you see Ohio State, Oklahoma, LSU getting all kinds of pub. And UK was right up there with them last night. And that can do that can only do wonders for recruiting, right? If you're Mark Stoops and you're seeing your punter Max Duffy win the Ray Guy Award, the first punter to ever win that award from UK. You see Landon Young, the captain of the All-State All-Works team. Mm -hmm. That can only do you positive things on the recruiting trail when you see these kids at home looking and saying, man, even their punters getting awards after their running back and their big linebacker got awards last year. Uh, the timing is perfect if you're those yes. guys on the recruiting trail just saying, hey, look, watch ESPN tonight. You'll see our name all over the place. Yeah, the, the ESPN College Football Awards show on Thursday night, uh, you, just, you just referenced it. Max Duffy, the first Kentucky punter to ever win the uh, Ray Guy Award. And it's I a mean, special – I mean, we, we all love Max Duffy. He's one of the nicest guys. He's great with us. And the fact that – 
He came over from Australia, was playing Australian football, got delisted, had to kind of change his 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 career sports path, path his yeah. career path yeah. completely. Take a chance, uh, thanks to Dean Hood and Pro Kick Australia. Came over here, had a really solid season last year. In this season, uh, I don't know. I think I don't think it was Mark Story that referenced that he literally had one bad punt all season. It came against Georgia. Outside of that, he was sensational. Was one of the best yeah. punters in the country. Even ran for a first down or two. Tackled some guys. This guy can do it all and has one of the best legs in the country. And he's and, only a junior. He's like 27 years old. Yeah, and not to make excuses for him, but that one punt at Georgia came in a driving rainstorm. Yeah, it was a, so, it was a monsoon. Uh, I don't think he would make <laughs> that excuse, but I'll make that excuse yeah. for him. Uh, Drake, uh, Drake Jackson and uh, Logan Stenberg mm -hmm. have also received some postseason SEC honors as well, and I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. But uh, it's, it's been quite the season for the Kentucky football team, and, of course, they're going to try to close that out on a high note with an eighth win um, at the Belk Bowl against Virginia Tech on December the 31st. And that game, if you're marking your calendar, is a noon game. Uh, that one is on ESPN. Uh, and, and, real, and real quick, yeah, it is, it is on ESPN. Uh, real quick, I saw a lot of people on our Facebook page in different areas saying, ah, Florida would have been cool. Like, I want to go to Charlotte. Look, I used to live in North Carolina. I've been to Charlotte <laughs> 50 times. It's a good times. place to be. Charlotte is a phenomenal city. It is a super cool place to spend New Year's Eve. I've already done it. Go there. If you have any sort of hesitation about spending a couple days in Charlotte, it is a phenomenal city, and just give it a chance. I'm telling you, it's a really cool place. And I don't know if it's going to be – it could either be 35 degrees. It could also be like 65 degrees. It's yeah. a weird weather time of year for North Carolina. So hopefully they, it'll probably rain, like, like Chris Bailey just said, because every U.K. game they've played this and year And that would rain. be good for the Wildcats <laughs> if it does rain. They'll probably win, yeah, 45 nothing. Lynn Bowden will run for 300 yards if it does rain. But, yeah, no, Charlotte's a phenomenal city. Uh, so go if you're having any sort of reservation. And, and I'm so pumped about this Belk Bowl. I know a lot of people were, were dead set on the Gator Bowl, but Kentucky's never played in the Belk Bowl. It's in new. fact, they've never played in the city of Charlotte. How about that? A Kentucky football team in the history of the program has never played in Charlotte. So, like you said, go because this is a unique opportunity for Kentucky football fans, one that they've never had before. And you're playing against Virginia Tech. That is a traditional football team that's got a lot of history. Oh, yeah. Now, a lot of people are looking forward to an Indiana matchup in Florida. This is a whole nother discussion for another day, but I am all for the Kentucky-Indiana basketball rivalry. Let's, yeah. let's renew that. Let's play yeah. that home and home, whatever. The football rivalry doesn't do much for me. In fact, I know that the Kentucky-Virginia Tech uh, attendance will be so much more than what Kentucky, Indiana would have been in Florida. So Especially Blacksburg is only about three hours, three hours away, away from Charlotte. So and so and they travel. Yep. Yeah, they yep. travel really well. So it's about a six-hour drive from Lexington to uh, Charlotte. Pretty easy drive, really. So that's, I, we'll talk more about that, of course, next week, but really looking forward to the bowl. And one more quick note about uh, there's been a lot of references towards a big brand. I think beating a Virginia Tech does a lot more for UK than yes. beating an in Indiana. Uh, a lot of the recruiting battles Kentucky has with teams uh, geographically close to UK, there are there are a lot of recruiting battles with a Virginia Tech more so than in Indiana. That's, That's no slight point. on Indiana's program. Uh, just different kids are going after, and a lot more of the battles involve UK and Tech. So I think a beating a Tech will will, will do will do a program good uh, versus you know, beating Indiana is fun. There's a lot of history there, and yeah, UK hasn't played Tech since 1987. But I think beating Virginia Tech 
could do some wondrous remarks to uh, in the next couple of years. Very good point. Yep. That is Alex Walker. I'm Lee K. Howard. Thank you all for joining us once again on Countdown to Game Time right here on Facebook Live. Have a good weekend, everyone.